Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host, Glenise. Hello, and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you listening. Oh my gosh, so you will hear some background noise in this show that you don't normally hear in my shows. Normally in my shows, I'm extremely, extremely OCD about the sound. And uh, today, (laughs) I am just totally allowing what feels really yummy, uh, which is sitting on our terrace in Noosa Heads, Australia watching the waves crash and allowing whatever noise would like to come and be on the show. So for some of you, that might drive you absolutely crazy. I get it. Believe me, I get it. And I want to give you a little trick that, uh, that I learned from Mr. Gary Douglas, the founder of Access. In 2015, I went to a seven-day uh, class with him in India And for the first three days of that class, I thought that we were in the middle of nowhere. We had the whole kind of resort to ourselves and it was totally quiet. There was no noise outside. We would go sit by the pool at lunches and breaks and all sorts of stuff. And it was quiet. We would go walking along the, there was a huge kind of, I don't know, I would call it a driveway into it we would go it was there was nobody anywhere and on the fourth day it was like somehow overnight we had moved and there was a train behind us and there was all sorts of noises and there was all sorts of people like not not in the resort place but around the resort place and it was like what in the hell like what in the hell and somebody actually asked Gary about it at uh, in during the class because pretty much, well, I would say all of us noticed it. And he said, well, for the first three days, I was inviting you into my reality, which is where I create it. Like, I create my reality. And if there's, you know, say a train going behind, I don't allow that to impact or affect my reality. So on the fourth day... I allowed you guys to choose. You know, I gave you kind of a taste of what's possible. In a sense, I'm, I'm, I'm totally rewording it, just so you know. Um, you know, just giving you guys what's possible, and now you guys can choose what you would like. And I remember <clears throat> it just, just being blown away. Now, it wasn't just the noise in the room, or like around the resort. The other thing that occurred on the fourth day was all of a sudden people at the microphone had really what I what I call big toe questions so people would come in with their big toe questions of for the first three days the questions were really about like how can we create more consciousness on the planet and the fourth day was uh you know my boyfriend's mad at me because I didn't write him a letter or something silly like that like so small compared to the other questions and not I mean, that sounds judgmental, but you get the energy. That sort of a boyfriend question, you can talk with your roommate at the seven day. You don't need to have that discussion with Gary. And that was the other thing was that he, you know, showed us what, what kind of sense, what was possible with those little things, because they're just little and we don't have to distract ourselves with them. And then on the fourth day, we had this choice. And so some people chose it and some people didn't. And it was just so amazing. And so I have reminded myself of, especially with the noise thing, it doesn't always work. I don't always choose it. Uh, But I have reminded myself of the noise thing. And the other day at lunch here at the certified facilitators in, in Noosa, there was a group of us that went out for lunch and there was construction going on next door. And to start with, we all went down the rabbit hole of they need to stop. We need to tell them to go for lunch. They need to not be noisy. We all did that for a little while. And then I remembered this, you know, the story I just shared and I shared it with everybody. And 
we were like, yeah, actually, what would we like our reality to be for lunch? And we all had our own, you know, kind of energy for that. We didn't say specifically, well, it must be quiet and it must be this and it must be that. It was just an energy of what we would like. And the noise went away. The noise went away. I'm not even kidding. Like, it was so freaking cool. Now, did they go for lunch? Did they, it doesn't matter. I, I don't, I actually don't know. I didn't, you know, go and investigate what occurred. Uh, what I know is that once we chose it, the noise went away. So if there are noises that come up during the show, just know what would you like your reality? And of course you can shut the show off too. Maybe it's too much for you. Again, I get it. Believe me, if you've listened to my shows, you know that noise is one of those things for me. And I'm so freaking grateful that I'm at a place where I am willing, and I can hear a garbage truck, I am willing to follow what is going to create the most, which was to record the show out here. And I have to tell you, as I'm watching the waves crash and the swimmers swim and the ocean and the palm trees and the birds, I love what my body knew to do, which was to record the show out here. So how does it get any better than this? So the show really is um, all about what is your reality? Like, what would you like your reality to be? And what if it could be that simple? Like, truly, what if it could be that simple? <sighs> yeah, right? Everything that just brought up. We destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, meons. Now you might say, but Glenice, I don't like the noise. And I just decided that I'm not going to have the noise. And I can still hear the noise, so I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. All of the Shiku implants and explants holding that in place from all levels, layers, lifetimes, universes, realities, and anywhere I haven't mentioned. Will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck shorts, boys, and beyonds. It's just that we've allowed this reality to be so much louder. We've allowed it to be... The way that Gary and Dane were talking about it yesterday were like, a, like a, you know, if you had a band. <laughs> like we allow the drums to take over everything. So if the drums are playing loudly, probably hearing the violin or, um, you know, even the guitar, like th those are harder to hear when the drums are banging and crashing. But it's just because we've chose to put our attention on the drums. And so, you know, the analogy is this reality, what, what you've been maybe experiencing in places, things you don't like, is that you've put your attention on it. And that's what I did for so long with sound, was once I could hear something, I couldn't not hear it. And especially if I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. So all of the attention that you've put on this reality, whew, all of the focus you've put on this reality, everything that is we destroy and uncreate it all, return to center of consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Where would you like it to be? And it's not, you know, in Access, we don't talk about attention or focus because uh, a lot of times when we're doing, we're putting our attention on or we're focusing on, we're actually excluding certain energies. So we don't necessarily want to do that. But really, what would you like your reality to be? Would you like your reality when you're, you know, say like at a resort type of place, like we're at right now, it's kind of a resort type of place. Would you like your reality to be where you're annoyed with the neighbor noises, where you're frustrated with the garbage truck at, I don't know, what time is it? 5.30 in the morning. Um, you're like, is that the reality that you would like? Or what would you like your reality to be? Now, it doesn't mean the garbage truck isn't going to come. It doesn't even necessarily mean you won't hear the garbage truck. But what if you don't have to let it impact you? What if you don't have to let it affect you? 
everything that is. We destroy and uncreate it all. Return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, another piece of this, and this is, again, sound-related, but it was so brilliant. Ah, oh, gosh, this probably was, I'm going to guess, 2014-ish, 2015, maybe? Uh, and I was, we were actually in Mexico in January. Well, it was, it would have been December 31st, January 1st, something like that. And we were on, I think the 36th floor of this beautiful oceanfront high rise. And we had stayed in the area before. This was the first time staying at this uh, resort, but this was, we were in an area that we loved. I loved watching the, the waves. I am a wave watcher. Um, I don't, I like swimming in them too, depending on how strong the current is. But anyway, uh, and Dane was doing his once a year free ESC, Energetic Synthesis of Communion, which is an audio you kind of listen to and you can lay down or you can sleep through or get your bars run or something. And it was so cool because once we got to our our condo, I was very annoyed because next door they were building a hotel and noise rises. <laughs> so even though they were banging their hammer on, you know, way, way far away from me, when you sat on the deck, it sounded like they were banging their hammer on the deck. Like it was so loud and I was so annoyed because here they were disturbing my two-week holiday or whatever, however long we were gone for. And so I was sitting out on the deck listening to Dane's ESC and the hammers and the saws and the everything else and being so annoyed. And Dane said, and if you have noise around you, what if you could allow that noise to contribute to you? And oh my God, did it change everything in that moment for me. So that's the other thing. If you're, you know, if there's noises coming up and around, uh, doesn't matter whether it's on the show or in your life or anything. Like, what if it's not? No, what if it smells? You know, maybe you, maybe you've got a gassy partner, or um, what if it's, uh, you know, cranky people? Like, what, whatever it is that you really allow to affect your reality, what if you could allow it to contribute to you? <sighs> So anything that doesn't allow that, we destroy and uncreate it all. Return to sender with consciousness. Right, we're on good, bad, online, pet box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what are you refusing to allow to contribute to you that if you would allow it, would change your entire life and living dynamically? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what are you refusing to contribute to that if you would contribute to it would change your entire life and living dynamically? Everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So what is the reality you would like? And, and this isn't something that I'm actually asking you for an answer. This is something that you may want to be just being the question of. Like next time you go to pay the bills, what would I like my financial reality to be like? <sighs> if I wasn't buying into this reality with money, what would my financial reality be like? And allow yourself to perceive the energy. Now, you may not think that you get energy or that you know anything about energy or that you're that smart or whatever it might be, uh, but you do, I promise you. You may, not, you may not be aware of it, that's okay. What if you could just ask the question? What if you could just be the question? Like, truly, what would you like your reality with finances to be like? And then the other question, and this is one that I've just recently been playing with, what do I know here? Like, what do I know about money? What do I know about finances? Not what do I know logically, because most of the stuff, well, probably all of the stuff, to be honest, that we know logically, we know from this reality. It's something we've been taught. Maybe we've learned it. Maybe we went to school for it. But we've, it, it's from this reality. 
So what do we know? We are infinite beings with infinite knowing. What do we know about whatever it is? What do we know about sound? What do we know about the earth as I'm watching the waves crash? What do we know? What do we know about money? What do we know about bodies? What do we know about consciousness? <sighs> and then if you really want to get fancy, what do you know about money that you're pretending not to know that if you would acknowledge it would change your finance, finances dynamically? Everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, tapak, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because we know, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know. And we pretend that we don't to fit into this reality. Because if we didn't pretend, then what? Then we'd be even more different. Then we would be even, uh, we would fit in even less. And for some reason, we have made that more valuable than our knowing. And I wonder, I truly, truly, truly wonder what it's going to take to change that. Like, what is it going to take for us? And I say us, because I'm in there too. What is it going to take for us to value what we know more than fitting in? More than being like friends and family? What is it going to take? You know, how upset do we have to get? How frustrated do we have to get? How broke do we have to be before we go, hey, what do I know about money? What do I know about money? I mean, I've been saying for years, it's an interesting point of view that when you take money out of your account, that the account has to go down. That's a really interesting point of view. And your point of view creates your reality. So if you have the point of view that your account has to go down, when you take out money, guess what? It goes down. What if you know something about money that it doesn't have to? Like truly, what, what do you know? I had a really cool uh, experience the other day because I didn't, I, we, we brought cash for the three countries we're, we're going to, Australian dollars, uh, Indonesian rupees, and New Zealand dollars. And what I, once we started traveling, I was like, man, I did not bring enough Australian dollars. And what would it take to have more Australian dollars? I just really went to question with it. And I didn't even try to figure it out, which sometimes I would, but this time I was just like, man, what would it take? Um, and then I get a Facebook message from one of the access team and they say, hey, you overpaid for your facilitator class. What? <laughs> How does one overpay? I mean, I didn't ask that question. That, like, that was not the question I asked. I didn't ask a question. I just said, thank you. Uh, and when she said, like, how would you like it? Do you want it just refunded or do you want to buy a class from the Australian shop? I just took a chance and said, hey, is it possible to get it refunded in cash? It was like 1300 Australian dollars I overpaid. <clears throat> and there it was in cash. So that's not logical. And it took me asking and not having the conclusion, well, the only way to get more dollars is to go to a bank or to do whatever all of those things are. So what do you know about money that you're pretending not to know that if you would know it would change your finances dynamically? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, rock, shorts, broys, and beyonds. On that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live-streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com 
Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about what is your reality? What is your reality with money? What is your reality with bodies? What is your reality? What is your reality? And maybe even a more accurate question, what would you like your reality to be like? What would you like it to be like? Now, let's say, let's use money as an example. So you might say, well, of course, I would just like more money in the bank. Is that actually true? Like, yes, probably would like some more. And would you like everyone on the planet to have more? Or would you maybe like money not to be a thing? Or like, what is that for you? Now, I say that with just a little bit of a like a hesitation to say it because it's also we don't want to do it from resistance. So if you've got the point of view that money's wrong and you kind of try to base your reality on that energy or try to create a reality based on judgment, it's not going to be any different than the reality that's currently in place that you the drum, you know, that that you're maybe operating from already. So you might also want to look at clearing those points of views that you have about whatever it is, whatever reality is that you'd like to change. You know, it's when I stopped making sound wrong that I was actually able to look at what would I like it to be. But all those years and years and years of making sound wrong, that's when I was so the drum, the drum, the drum. That's all I could hear was the drum. So... If you have points of views about whatever it is, money, might have one or two, like what about clearing those first? So everywhere that you haven't been willing to clear those points of views, everywhere that you haven't been willing to be interesting point of view about everything, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So in case you're new to my show, um, Interesting Point of View is actually a tool from Access Consciousness, which is what I talk about a lot, and that's what the clearing statement that I've been doing is from. You can go to the clearing statement for more information. An Interesting Point of View is basically a way to stop the judgment. And it is such a phenomenal tool, and it is so easy to use. Anytime you're aware of judgment, Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Now, I like to leave a little bit of space between when I say it. It seems to change it quicker for me than if I were to say, interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, then I feel like I'm just giving lip service and it's not actually what is shifting. Because it's like, interesting point of view, I have that point of view. And then that space for it actually to be cleared. And all you're really saying is, hey, I have that point of view. Like, that's just a point of view. And I have it. And then usually the minute we acknowledge that we have it, it changes. So if you are willing to be interesting point of view with everything, what magic could you be? 
Everything that just brought up, we destroyed and uncreated all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what is the value of not being interesting point of view with everything that you be, everything on the planet? Everything, everything. <laughs> everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, fuck, shorts, boys, meons. Now, the other one that I've been using, along with interesting point of view, and it's something, again, Gary and Dane have been talking about a lot in the certified facilitator training, and they've actually been talking, well, they've been talking about it for years, but quite a lot more recently is uh, the mantra. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. So sometimes I change it up. And there was a, a gal asking some questions in class yesterday, and I wasn't um, having ease with her and what she was saying, and just the, you know, just be, I was just being silly. Uh, and so I did interesting point of view for a little while, and I wasn't allowing it to change it. So then what I did was all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And that changed it so much. Now, I just continued to say it. Like, it wasn't like, oh, it's changed so I can stop. I just kept saying it. Because, of course, there's so many aspects. Was it even mine? You know, my annoyance with, the, with what was going on. Was it even mine? Return to center with consciousness, of course, was also. But I was also letting it be the drum. So that, you know, interesting point of view can contribute to that. But I also was entertaining myself with it. So <laughs> you see the crazy here, right? So it's like, what's it going to take to change this? And all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory in that moment was phenomenal. So I mean, try it with everything. Try it with maybe you've got an ache in your body or a pain or something going on. Maybe you're looking at your bank accounts and you've got an ache or a pain, you know, whatever it is like be present with what is in that moment and then either interesting point of view or all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory and see what magic is possible and then once that kind of that energy that contraction that judgment that crazy what what would I like to create here what would I like it if I was choosing my reality right now what would this be like and again, it might not change right away. You might not have like the instantaneous, oh my God, I asked for this and here it is. And you might. But even if you don't, to me, allowing ourselves to become more and more aware of what we would like and what we would like it to be allows that drum to get turned down. And the analogy, you know, that they were using in class, you know, Dane said, you know, if you're if you're familiar with, like, say, um, oh, gosh, I'm kind of like sound equipment and, uh, you know, hubby, he does all this sound stuff. So if I'm let's say I'm talking and, and somebody else is talking on microphones, he can turn one of us up or one of us down. Like, what if we would be willing to be that magical that we just start turning the drum down? and we start turning the violin or whatever instrument you would like your reality to be and you turn those up. And to me, that's where interesting point of view and all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. That's where those come in. Those are what really contribute to me turning it up or turning it down in that moment so that I get out of that crazy. When I, same as at lunch, when we were all focused on this needs to stop, it's too noisy, I hate it. All we were doing was turning up the drum. <sighs> So everywhere you've been turning up this reality, instead of asking and creating what you desire, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to center with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet pox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And one of the points of views that I bought into so strongly for so many years was that I couldn't have a reality without whoever was involved in that piece having the same reality. So for example, with hubby, I couldn't have money because I was judging that he wasn't willing to have money. So if he's not willing to have money, then I can't have it. The only way I could have it is if I left him. So I would do this totally exclusion type, well, if they're not choosing it, then I can't choose it. And then I get to blame them and I get to be a martyr and blah, 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 blah. 
Uh, and what I just with the tools of access, and actually it was probably even in one of the classes, somebody probably asked about it, maybe even I asked about it, I don't recall, it was so long ago, that I realized, actually, you know what, no, I, as I'm saying that, I realized, no, it was around the victim stuff. So victim was an energy that I chose a lot and really kind of started to unravel as I started taking foundation and, and uh, well, foundation, really, because I really became aware of all of those places that I was being a victim. And that was a huge piece of it because that's a total victim energy. If you're saying that you can't choose something because somebody else isn't choosing it, it's a total victim energy. And so that's when it started to unravel for me. And I realized that I was using that as an excuse for not choosing what I would like to choose. And it was not an easy thing to look at, to be present with. But I tell you what, when I did, everything changed. Because then I looked at, okay, you know what? I'm like, no, this is no, I'm choosing it. The other piece that you have to be willing to be, uh, you know, allow, I guess we could say, is that if that person or people, whoever you're with in that situation, let's say you've got a business partner and you would like a, the business to be a certain way, and maybe they say they would, but you're aware that they're not really ready for that, you have to be willing to lose them. And that's really where I got with hubby was like, I know what I would like for a financial reality. And not, I shouldn't say it like that because I don't think I even know yet. Like it's, it's an energy. I knew that there was an energy. I knew that I desired way more money. And if he wasn't going to uh, receive it, if he wasn't going to allow it, if he wasn't going to uh, be part of it, then chances are the marriage would end. And I had to be willing to have that occur because otherwise you are always a victim to the other person or the situation. If you're not willing for your business to, uh, to um, close down, to fold, to whatever end, you will always be controlled by the business. So I really had to go there. And it sounds funny. It's like, oh my gosh, you would end marriage over somebody not being willing to have money. Yeah, actually, in that sense. And there's probably more going on too, if that's the case. Uh, but it really was. And what was so cool was that as I was willing to choose more and have more and create more and receive more, he just walked along with me. And I really, you know, wondered is like, maybe I had the resistance all along. Maybe it was a great distraction to say it was him because there was no processing he needed. <laughs> so all of the places where you're not willing to lose someone or something, will you just store and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, shorts, boys, meons. Now, I don't mean you have to get to the point where you'd be happy for them to go like you hope they go. That's never the case. You just have to be willing to, you know. So a lot of parents really struggle with this idea because they're like, how can I be willing to lose my kid? Like, that's, that's a horrible thing. That's a, that's a really bad parent. Well, you have to be or they will always control you. So if you look at the kids who, you know, maybe they're on drugs and they're continuously stealing from the parents and, you know, the parent always lets them come home and then they steal more and then they go out and do their drugs. And like, if that parent isn't willing to lose that kid, then that's going to continue f until it, you know, forever, until the parent says, hey, this no longer works for me. Now, it doesn't mean you have to say, okay, you're out and, you know, throw them out of the house. I don't mean that. And sometimes that is the case. But it's just the willingness to have nothing control you. So that you, again, we go back to interesting point of view. So you have no point of view about anything or anyone. So all of the points of views that you have about the people around you, will you destroy and uncreate them all, return them to sender with consciousness? Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere you've been playing victim, to ensure that you are always a victim, to ensure that you never choose what you say you would like to choose, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, papak, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And you know, with victim, what I looked at, 
for myself and of course many clients and people who come to classes and that is like what capacity are you refusing with the victim that you truly could be choosing that if you would choose it would change everything dynamically right wrong good bad all nine pop rock shorts boys and beyonds because when we can do something and i'm going to use myself as an example when i you know could play victim so well like so strongly so intensely so um you know like academy award winning there's capacities there there's capacities that we haven't actually acknowledged so what are those capacities and again i'm not looking for an a logical wordy answer what I'm looking for is just the energy of it. Get the energy of what those capacities are for you. Because those are, what happens is that we, if we don't acknowledge, so in my case, the, it was the potency of me. I wasn't acknowledging the potency of me. It wasn't ever, I was never taught to acknowledge it. In fact, I was taught to make it really wrong. In fact, any time that that energy, that potency energy came up, I was told I was angry and angry was wrong. So I was wrong. So then once we diminish our capacities to fit into this reality, then we start using those capacities against us. So often, not all the times, but often with victim, when we play victim really, really well, we are diminishing our potency and we're basically just using our potency against us. So whenever you have something that you do really well, Ask what the cap capacity is there. Because there's always a capacity. And if you start acknowledging the capacity and being the capacity, then everything changes. Because suddenly, you can actually be, so now I can be that potency. I, well, I can be that potency with more ease now. Am I 100% always willing? No. And what would it take? Like truly, just even the acknowledgement that I'm not always is huge so what if you just start acknowledging like wow i i can be that i i be that and maybe you only be it at home in your bedroom so far but what if you just start acknowledging that and it's just kind of that simple you know what capacities are you refusing that you truly could be choosing that if you chose them would change your entire life and living dynamically everything that is we just turn and create all times a godzillion Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then, of course, if that capacity, if you have points of views about that capacity, you might want to look at that, too. So, you know, with potency for myself, I, because of what I was told, potency was wrong. Girls shouldn't be potent. And then I, you know, so then those are points of views that I had to change. And it's not so much that anybody ever sat me down and said that. I am just probably so much like you and so freaking aware that I could hear what was going on in their head. I knew by the look on their, well, I would tell you it was by the look on their face, but it wasn't actually, it was from, you know, I just knew. Just like you do, we know. So we know. We know if a person's comfortable with us, we know if a person's uncomfortable with us. And instead of going, oh, that's their shit, <laughs> we go into, well, we better change because they're uncomfortable, which is fucking ridiculous. So everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness. Whew. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Whose lies, what lies, and how many beingnesses are you using to create the it's wrong to be you are you choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then again, going back to once you've cleared those points of views and that is then going back to what would you like your reality to be with that? What would, you, what would you like your reality to be with potency, with kindness, with caring, with allowance, with gratitude, with whatever it is? Like, what would you like your reality to be like? And again, we're not looking for a wordy answer, although you might have something pop up and that's totally cool. But for the most part, you're asking it from the place of just opening that door and then there becomes an energy. And then once you're aware of that energy, you can start choosing and being that energy. All right, on that note, we're gonna head to break and we'll be right back. 
live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking all about your reality. Your reality. What would you like it to be? And there was a brilliant question in one of my Facebook groups a, a while back about, um, you know, in Access, we often talk about this reality and your reality. And, um, you know, the question was kind of around, like, what if we don't make this reality wrong? Like, what if we create within this reality? And, and of course, that's a total choice. Absolutely. It's just that often to do that, and, of, you know, okay, first off, one, yes, this reality is, in, is not wrong. And often we do make it sound like it is. So everything and everywhere I've done that, right, wrong, good, bad, online, fuck, shorts, boys, beyonds. And I would say probably every one of us knows that something else is possible. Every one of us. And so what we've done is put a lot of time and energy and effort into fixing this reality into fixing the problem and what if you can't what if it well I shouldn't say you can't um what if that's a distraction like what if there's a quicker way which is choosing what actually works for you choosing it like you know Gary could go going back to that seven day you know he could have went around and had people maybe I don't know discuss stopping the train for the seven days or uh, you know had people move out of the town we were in for seven days like I mean I know I'm sounding ridiculous and like do you get the energy of that or he just chose his own reality like how much more ease that is and the other thing too is that then it allows people to choose what works for them if the people in that town or even after day four you know or after day three those of us who really wanted to be distracted by something really wanted to listen to the drum we were distracted with that noise and I'll tell you what I was until he shared like what had went on once he shared that I'm like I am choosing different I'm choosing different than I've ever chosen because, I mean, that was 2015. Back then, I would have told you the drum was the only thing on the planet, like that there was no other instrument whatsoever and that there never would be. And, you know, and I shouldn't say that, probably not 2015. I probably had some awareness of some other possibilities, but nothing like I'm aware of three years later. So if you're in that space of the drum is the only thing and let's just make the drum a little bit better so we can manage it, so we can handle it, so we can, uh, you know, take care of it, whatever it might be. 
I wonder what else is possible. Like, I wonder. So yes, you totally can um, embrace this reality and do what you can to fix it and change it. And that's, that is one of the millions of possibilities. And what if it was so much more ease and joy and glory to choose your own? And the cool thing is, much like the money stuff with, with Hubby and I, once you choose your reality and you live there and you are never, ever, ever impacted. No, I shouldn't even say never, ever. Mostly aren't impacted by the drum. You become an invitation to people to choose their reality with that. You become the inspiration. Not because you're trying to. Not because you've decided that you need to make this world better so you've got to show people how to do it. No. By actually making your own reality better, you then become the inspiration. People start looking at you saying, what are you doing? How are you doing that? What is that? And then, you know, maybe you're crazy like me and you start a radio show, or maybe you do a blog, or maybe you just share with friends and family. doesn't matter how you be it on the planet, just be it. You know, Dane's book, so Dane here is a co-founder of Access, his book, Being You, Changing the World, that book is available, of course, in paper, and it's also available on audio. If that is something that, you know, maybe lights you up as I'm talking about it, I would strongly suggest that you get it on audio and just start playing it everywhere all the time. So you don't have to play it audibly. You can play it on mute or on low. Play it while you sleep. It's, it's magic beyond magic. And there's actually two books that I recommend like that. One is, of course, that one. And then The Place. And both of them we'll put links to in the blog if you want to find them directly. And, of course, they're affiliate links, so I do make myself some yummy money off the sales. Uh, and... I highly recommend them. The Place by Gary Douglas, which is, we could say, a fiction novel. And it's so magical. What I love about playing it, and when I play it, if I'm by myself, because Hubby doesn't like to listen to audios while he sleeps, but if I'm traveling by myself or, or he's out of town, I will listen to it audibly. And I love waking up and hearing things that I don't hear when I listen to it when I'm not asleep. Like, it is so magical. And then the Being You book, to me, has this energy of truly being you, which really invites you to that space of your reality. In order to have your reality, in order to create it, even to choose it, you have to be willing to be more of you and then maybe you have been in the past. Now, what does that look like? What does that even mean, being you? To me, and I'm sure Dane describes it in his book, I don't recall right now, but to me, being me means that I'm not looking outside of myself for how to act, what to say, what my, um, just how to be. Like, I actually am being me. So that means that I'm probably laughing and I'm probably being silly and uh, and not always. I can be me in very serious or what might look to be very serious, but like being me. And what is that for you? And, and it's a great question for you. If I was being me here, what would that be? How would I be? Not again to find the logic, but to really just get the sense of, hey, if I was being me here, what, what would that be like? And getting that energy, because once you're aware of that energy, you will very likely choose it more and more and more, where being you becomes second nature. Whereas I know for myself, I mean, I, I can remember as a kid, and it's like not a logical thought of it, but I remember looking around me at the usually the adults going, Oh, that's how you be here. Okay. And, you know, so if somebody was mad at somebody often, they would just not say anything. They would just, you know, be kind of grumpy. You knew they were mad, but nothing was being said about it. So that's what I would do. Go, oh, that's how you be here. Like, I just didn't know how to be here. So I would look at others and I'd go, oh, that's how you be here. And then I would mimic that. And so then when Puppy and I first got together and 
to be honest, for years. If I was mad at him, he had to figure it out. <laughs> and what pissed me off is it often took him a long time to figure it out. Instead of just saying, hey, can you stop that? That's annoying me. You know, we had this really funny discussion last night because he's... Um, I mean, I don't necessarily like labels, but... Um, you know, there's a lot of tendencies between both of us, autistic and OCD, like there's all these things. So whenever he has, like his, he's got to be moving his hands constantly. So he's sitting on the couch um, and he hadn't run my bars yet. I should say that first. So I'd been in all day in a, in a phenomenal class with Gary and Dane and really required bars to be ran. He hadn't run them yet. And he, every like, you know, 30 seconds, he would um, take the, the remote for the TV and, and bang it on the couch. And so about five minutes into this, I'm like, hey, can you stop doing that? And then he does what he does, and then he has to do it three times, and then play God and God and bust a lot of because it's just, it's so different. Whereas before, oh my God, I wouldn't have said anything, I would have stomped around, I would have been annoyed, I would have judged him, then I would have judged me because I was judging him, and oh my God. And I was just like, hey, can you stop that? Now, he has a choice. He could say, no, fuck you. And, and I mean, he kind of did, but he did stop. Um, and I did say to him, you just need to run my bars. You know, I'll be able to be more space with that when you run my bars. And so it just becomes more ease when you say what is and you give that person the space. If I would have done it from, hey, stop that, you have to stop that, uh, that would have been a different energy. That would have been a whole different conversation. I likely would not have got my bars run last night. That would not have cool. Would not have been cool. So it's like, I desired it to stop, and I still gave him the space to choose it. And there's other ways. So, um, you know, years and years ago, I worked uh, directly with a woman with. I don't know what the proper terminology is anymore, uh, but I would say severe uh, autis autism. Um, and so there was movements that she required to do that, like there's no way I would have one, asked her to stop them, um, or two, that she would have stopped them. So hubby has other movements he can do other than that one thing. So it's also that too, is being aware of what's required. So in that case, if I, let's say, was getting annoyed and I was still working with her, then it would be different than me asking uh, her to change that. It's like, what's, what, what's possible in this situation? Uh, so it's also looking at that too. And of course, the points of views. And I was aware, I just were really required my bars to be run. Otherwise, everything every noise. I would not have been able to do my show out here. Um, and so for those of you who are still listening, I just give you a big high five and thank you. And I know, I know, because I'm aware of the noises. I'm aware of the points of views as the noises come up. Um, I'm aware of sometimes my own points of views, especially when the wind comes up, uh, kind of like what it's doing right now. And what if it's all okay? What if it's all contributing? What else is possible? And how much can we receive from all of the noise, all of the stuff we've judged as wrong? I love that, and the wind comes up. Yeah, sweet wind, thank you, thank you. Thank you for reminding me that I can receive from you. For so long, I had decided I could really only receive weather-wise from sun, and more sun. <laughs> That's all I could receive from. And yet, if we receive from everything, then again, nothing controls us. If we receive from snow, which is, of course, I live in Canada, so uh, if I don't receive from snow, it's a tough winter. And I spent a lot of winters having a tough winter. I spent a lot of winters having to escape because I wasn't willing to receive from snow. Now I can choose to go like I am right now. I'm in Australia in December. We've got snow at home. I can choose to go. It's a different energy than having to escape because I can't receive. We were watching the ocean and the sunset last night and it was just phenomenal. And what I loved was that I can actually receive that much also from watching the snow fall at home now. And that is huge for me. That is absolutely huge. 
Now, does my body prefer to be in the sunshine in this sort of weather? Absolutely. Absolutely. One, because I'll go outside more. <laughs> I'm outside all the time in this weather. Uh, at home with the snow, I am watching snow from inside. <laughs> so there is a preference, but I can receive from it all. So everywhere that you, everything you haven't been willing to receive from that is ensuring you are stuck in this reality, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And it can be, you know, questions of, like, how much more could I receive from this? Let's say maybe you're at home watching the snowfall and you haven't had ease with that. How much more could I receive from the snow? And then you can start communing with the snow, like, hey, snow. Hey, sweet snow. Thank you. Thank you. And I know part of it for myself was looking at, like, well, actually, hearing Gary talk about how much we have um, impacted the planet with our stupidity of snow is wrong and sunshine is good. And so we have places where, you know, maybe it's only sunny now, but you can't like the earth needs rain and it needs sun and it like it knows what it needs but our points of views our projections our unkindness our harshness all of that creates so much separation and and the earth will will do in a sense what we ask until she doesn't so it's like looking at that too like i actually don't desire us not to have snow at home because if we don't have snow then the farmers don't have good crops and if we don't have good crops then our food quality and all of that stuff like and of course the earth what does the earth require it's not always about us too and what if you're really just present with what is going to create the most when I got here in Noosa it was really overcast and uh, or sorry it was supposed to be overcast for the entire time we were here and I just said to the weather, hey, sweet weather, because we had, I think we're arriving around two o'clock on the first day and I didn't have class that day. So I just say, hey, sweet weather, do you require to be overcast when I'm there this afternoon? It was no. Then I was like, hey, if, if it's okay, could we have a little bit of sun for the time I'm there uh, just in that afternoon? And then the rest of the time, it didn't matter to me because I wasn't anywhere. Like, I, well, I was somewhere, obviously. I was in the classroom. So, and it was totally overcast and it would rain and it would do what it needed to. And then yesterday at lunch break, it was sunny. So I came back here and I laid in the sun and just loved it up and went back to class. It was overcast. Uh, and then this morning is the first time that it's actually been sunny out uh, in the morning. And beautiful, well, it's always been beautiful, but sunny. And so it's just like... You can commune with the weather too, as long as you're not bossing it around, telling it or complaining about it. Like, hey, weather, what do you require? And then are you willing to be aware? Like, are you willing to ask questions when you're, say, booking a trip somewhere? If you're going to Mexico to lay on the beach for the week, are you willing to ask the weather? Are you willing to ask your body? And maybe it's light to go that week. It doesn't mean it won't be rainy all week. Maybe there's something else there for you, or maybe laying in the, in the rain is going to contribute. Who knows? But it's just being more playful and really creating your reality with the weather, your reality with everything. What is your reality? What would you like it to be like? And the place, going back to the, the book, The Place, that is a reality of magnitude, um, yeah, so anyway, if you haven't listened to the book or read, read the book, there's, of course, that one's available both on, uh, in book form and on audio again. <sighs> and so phenomenal. Both of them are. Being You, Changing the World by Dane here and The Place by Gary Douglas. Both are phenomenal. So what is it you'd like your reality to be like? What is your reality? What is your reality with money? What is your reality with bodies? What is your reality with relationships? What's your reality with orgasms? What's your reality with travel? What's your reality with communion? What is your reality? What would you like it to be like? What would you like to create on the planet? 
And what is it going to take for you to choose that? Continuously. Anything that doesn't allow that, we just run and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all night, puck shorts, boys, beyonds. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.